As non-conference comes to an end, I'm giving out some non-conference awards for the Cowboys' offense, defense, and special teams. And we're headed into the second half of the week, so I'll look at three things I'm going to be keeping an eye on out of Oklahoma State to pull off a win against Kansas State Saturday evening. Plus, the Oklahoma State Cowgirl soccer season is underway, and we check in with the team to see how things are going, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On College Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. There's no better place to get all your Big 12 conference news than the Locked on Big 12 podcast hosted by Josh Neighbors. Follow the Locked on Big 12 podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, maybe it's because I'm a mom. Maybe it's because I just enjoy the fun things in life, but I'm going to give out some non-conference awards to some of the players that really showed themselves this season so far before we head into Big 12 play. Our offensive player is Jalen Warren, an early arrival after transferring from Utah State. He was here for the spring game. He's been here all spring, all fall. He impressed at the spring game. He's had 264 rushing yards on 54 attempts and four touchdowns, plus three receptions for 36 yards. He sparked a fire in in a lackadaisical rushing attack last week. Hopefully he can keep that going. He earned his keep in the locker room as well and was named a captain against Boise State in only his third start for the Cowboys. So I think that says a lot about who he is and his leadership within the team. He worked his way up the depth chart. He's now the number one listed running back in the Oklahoma State depth chart. And I think he deserves all those accolades. He's clearly made a statement so far to the coaches and the players. So I I hope to see that continue. Our defensive player is none other than Malcolm Rodriguez, a staple in Jim Knowles defense. Not the first time I've talked about this player. It certainly won't be the last. In three games, the linebacker has 36 total tackles, 22 solo tackles, two forced fumbles, and three quarterback hurries. Not to mention all the things that Rodriguez does that don't show up on a stat sheet. He's just absolutely a wrecking ball in that defense. He is wherever the ball is. He does everything he can to ensure that the defense gets back off the field. He's recorded at least eight tackles in the last eight games. He is the leading tackler for the Oklahoma State defense, and I don't expect that to slow down any. He's just going to keep accumulating these stats all season long. I think he's got a very bright future ahead of him. Our special teams player is actually going to go to two players. Jason Taylor II gets the shout-out for the blocked field goal that came against Boise State last weekend. A monumental moment for the young buck and a confidence booster as he'll be playing in the spot of injured Cowboy Trey Sterling. 
Also getting a nod here is Cannon Williams, who had a huge block in the Tulsa game to help propel L.D. Brown into the end zone on his punt return for touchdown. An underappreciated part of the game, but a huge piece of the puzzle, allowing the yards after the catch. So that was a great job by Williams on special teams. Now that's specific players. I'm also going to look at some of my favorite plays so far in terms of from offensive play. Jaden Brace, I couldn't, I could, first of all, I couldn't pick just one. So I picked two from the same game, Jaden Brace touchdown and Bryson Green's touchdowns against Tulsa. Jaden Bray had a catch in the middle of the field. He turned upwards towards the end zone, shed a tackle, and ran it home. The yards after contact is great to see after we had the likes of Tylen Wallace in orange and black. Jaden Bray showed he's big-bodied, but he's also balanced enough not to just evade a tackle, but to quite literally run through it. That's something that I love to see, especially from a true freshman like Bray is. Bryson Green made one of the most insane catches I've ever seen live. A toe-touch back corner end zone touchdown, falling to his back but being sure to keep his feet in bounds and holding on to the football. Now, I can multitask okay, but that's a little extreme even for me. Another thing that I love to see from pass catchers is risking it all to come down with the football. He didn't try to catch himself with one arm behind him. He didn't try to grab the football with one hand and make it fancy to hit the highlight reels. He did what he had to do to come down with the ball in pay dirt, and it paid off for the Cowboys. Now, my special teams play, of course, goes to LD Brown's return for a touchdown. I don't think this is any surprise, but we, you know, I've, I've got to talk about it. 98 yards to the house for the lead against Tulsa. It was an absolute momentum shift for the Cowboys that day, both on offense and defense. Plus, it put life into the fans that were in the stadium that day, which is a very, again, underappreciated part of football is is getting your fans back in it after they've kind of fell off from the cheering. That Tulsa game, you all remember, was kind of... Uh, it dragged a little bit, especially in that first half. So for him to go out and do that, it got everybody back involved in the game plan into the football game. It just really shifted everything that day. So huge shout out to LD Brown on that 98 yard return for touchdown. Coming up, the top three things I'll be looking at in our matchup against Kansas State. But first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's that time of year again when all eyes turn to football as players return to the gridiron. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code locked on to receive a 100% welcome bonus. NFL season is finally underway and the lines are open. If football isn't your taste, you can bet on anything from basketball to baseball and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, I like to look at uh, kind of what we are going against with our matchup with Kansas State. Some of the things that I'll be looking at for the Cowboys to do to come out of Boone Pickens Stadium on Saturday with a win. So I picked my three top things. 
I'll probably slide some extra stuff in there because I'm chatty. But first of all, the offensive line play. We have what we hope is going to be the consistent offensive line going forward. We saw them up their run blocking game on Saturday against Boise State after two very uninspiring performances against Missouri State and Tulsa. So it was nice to see the run blocking kind of take a step forward, create some holes for our running backs, for our running quarterback. It was nice to see that. So hopefully they continue on that stretch, getting the run blocking under control, but also that they get pass blocking back under control. Our first game against Missouri State, our pass blocking looked phenomenal. We had Shane Illingworth in there, and he was able to hang in the pocket for what felt like an eternity. So I know the offensive line has the skills to pass block well and efficiently. So I'd like to see that take a step forward now that Spencer Sanders is back under center. I think that will help him a lot. It will certainly help the young wide receivers a lot. So the offensive line having some consistencies, staying on track on their run blocking, kind of upping their pass blocking, and then just minimal penalties. Offensive lines can get you in so much trouble with holding penalties. It has got to be one of the most flagged penalties on the football field. So having minimal mistakes in that area will go a long way for our offense. As far as the defense stands, a sub-30% third down conversion rate. We're currently at a 33% on the season. So anything under 30% would make me very happy. I think that this defense has that in their wheelhouse without without question. If they can create some turnovers, that would be fantastic. Coming away with the ball against a Big 12 team would make me very happy. We have to shut down the run game and force backup quarterback Will Howard to throw the football. Starting quarterback Skylar Thompson has been ruled out indefinitely after a right knee injury. So it is nice that we have that backup quarterback. If we can shut down the run game and force him to throw our secondary, we'll have to step up a little bit, especially after the Trey Sterling injury. But I don't see any reason why that secondary can't also shut down their wide receivers. Of course, like I've always said, like I will continue to say this episode and all season long, the offense will need to stay on the field so that the defense is well-rested and can shut down that running game and the passing game. But that's what I want to see. I want to see our secondary continue to build after the Trey Sterling injury. They played well against Boise State, but I do think they have a little bit more in them. So I'd like to see them pull out all the stops against Will Howard this weekend. As far as the offensive attack, and this is a long, the offensive attack, this is a long one. I know our run game looked good against Boise State. That's not going to work forever. We cannot solely run the ball against Big 12 opponents. It's not going to get the job done. And especially against K-State, they have a good run-stop defense. So Spencer Sanders is going to have to throw the ball. And of course, we want our wide receivers back in and healthy and to get some kind of a semblance of a passing game going. But if they're not there, you're going to have to make Kale Cavanis work. You're going to have to make John Paul Richardson work because we cannot rely solely on a run game against a team that does a dang good job stopping the run. So it's going to be crucial for wide receivers to either step up or that we have those wide receivers like Tay Martin and Jaden Bray back in the lineup and healthy. Now, I did say this with the defense, but spending time on the field, and I can't overstate how crucial it becomes to run the clock down now that we're in conference play. 
we have to make sure that our defense is well rested, ready to go every time they're on the field. And spending a three and out on the field with our offense is not going to get that done. I want Spencer Sanders to make good decisions, a turnover-free day, ideally. I know he has that in him. I know how good he can be. So I'd just like to see him really hone in on those passing decisions and, and making the right decision when it comes to getting the ball out of his hands. Some creativity in the play calling and just a little extra spice. What if we don't run it on third and long every single time? I'm not a football coach. This is simply an idea from a fan. But... The creativity and the play calling has to be taken up a notch. Again, we have a fantastic defense. They're going to keep us in every game. But when you're going against Big 12 teams that are so reliant on their offense, we have to build our offense up a little bit more. So good offensive line play, great, well-rested defensive play, and an offensive attack that doesn't make me want to cry should find Oklahoma State in the win column after Saturday's game. Next up, we check in on the Oklahoma State Cowgirl soccer team now that they're heading into Big 12 Conference play as well. But first, college football fans, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. They offer every sport you can think of, from NFL to NBA to MLB and more. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world by offering the all star players of the Power Five as well as the mid major players mid-major players you might not have ever even heard of. Prize Picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns and interceptions. Your pick, you pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries, like you can take the over on Spencer Sanders passing touchdowns and the under on Trey Young field goals made. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Special offers are coming soon to Locked On users. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. I have to tell you about one of the sponsors of today's podcast, our buddies over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. Are you kidding me? Is there a more elite combination than chocolate and peanut butter? If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box, where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's locked 15 for 15% off your order. The Oklahoma State Cowgirl soccer team is also heading into Big 12 Conference play this week. OSU had its streak of appearing in the national ranking snapped on September 7th. They fell out of the polls after 35 consecutive weeks being ranked. I don't anticipate that they'll be out of these ranks for very long. 
Oklahoma State is 5-3-1 and one on the season and opens Big 12 Conference play this week, hosting Baylor on Thursday night before a Sunday afternoon showdown with Kansas. Oklahoma State freshman Evie Vitale was just named the Big 12 Conference Goalkeeper of the Week. On the final weekend of non-conference play, Vitale had a pair of shutouts and she had three saves to help lead the Cowgirls to wins over Omaha and Weber State. Vitale now has five shutouts on the season, tying her for the most in conference and ranking seventh nationally. Her five shutouts shutouts are also the most by an Oklahoma State freshman since A.D. French had 11 in 2009. And as we know, A.D. French now plays for the U.S. Women's National Team and got her first shot in goal during the most recent Olympics. Like I said, Vitaly is also a freshman. It always shocks me when these kids that are 18, 19 years old and come out and, and can perform that well against athletes that have been doing it a while at this level. The Cowgirls ranked 7th nationally in goals scored last season, and all eight of the players that put goals on the score sheet last year returned this year. That's why I say I don't worry about the Cowgirls getting back into rankings. I have no doubt that we give it a week or two and these women will find themselves back in the top 25 in no time. So good luck to our Cowgirls as they enter Big 12 Conference play. Beat Baylor, beat Kansas. We know you got it in you. Make sure to check back in tomorrow for another week of Big 12 After Dark. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!